Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they have the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. You can find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, eSports, combat sports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. All you have to do is head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B L E A V 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Be sure you rate, review, download, and subscribe to the show all over the major platforms on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by our good friends over at Welch & Company Jewelers, Stanley Law Offices, and the Allen Angus Pub, before and after all the big events in central New York. Make sure you head on over to uh, the Allen Angus Pub. I'm telling you, this place is so good. It's the best darn Angus burger in town. They've got unbelievable appetizers, great beers on tap, before and after crunch hockey, SU hoops, concerts and events, you name it. The Allen Angus Pub is where it's at. Grab a gift card this holiday season for your loved one as well. AllenAngusPub.com. Pick up some gear, hats, and shirts while you're there. AllenAngusPub.com, a great place to be before and after all the big events. And a tip of the cap, thank you to Camillo's Golf Club, Ken's Auto Detailing, and our good friends at Jam and Beats, as well as friends of the platter, the Swan and Whitaker families. All right, let's get into it right now with Green Bay Packers insider Lance Allen, one of my favorites through the years, uh, TMJ4 main sports anchor, NBC Milwaukee, he has been all over the Packer beat for a long, long time, and we're going to talk Green Bay this year, the future, Rodgers, what's going on there, and uh, goodness, you can follow him on Twitter as well, at Lance Allen. What a wild year it's been for the Packers. Lance Allen, thanks for a few, my man. How are you? Problem. Anytime, Mike. What, 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 has been, what has it been like this year, this roller coaster Packer season? You know, What's it been like to cover it and be around it the whole time? Kind of different, to be totally honest about it. Um, you know, maybe... You kind of get caught up in it, Mike, where you just roll the ball out there and you just assume that every year they're going to win, you know, 13 games a year. I don't totally assume that, but you just, you, it's been such a crazy run the last 30 years that yeah. it, you, you can count it on almost one hand. What is it? Five, maybe six years where they finished around 500 or single digit victory totals and things like that. So it is quite unusual. They have gone, I mean, if you go back to October 9th, They've lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They've lost six of nine games. When they were in that five-game losing streak, what was it that you saw that they just weren't doing that they normally do? Um, it was on 
literally all three phases. And I know that's a little bit of a cop-out answer, but I'll, I'll down it. Um, at that point, the offense was not clicking on all cylinders. And now, obviously, they're putting up higher point totals. I think Christian Watson has a large part to play in that. Um, Aaron Jones has had a really good year. Uh, but beyond that, a lot of offensive performers have underachieved or have not played well. So I think that was part of it. The other part of it is the defense that they talked in training camp about being an elite level defense. And many of us thought, well, you know, if they don't allow more than 20 points per game, they're going to have a good chance of winning a lot of games because yeah, maybe the offense won't be the prolific Packers offense we've seen of, of late, but if they get 24 points, they're going to have a better than 50, 50 chance of winning. And that didn't come to fruition there for a while. And then the special teams, that you bring in Rich Passaccia, and it's not totally on his shoulders. It's a lot of the execution and the plays on the field, then uh, play on the field. But they had a number of, you know, ba bad snaps on field goals, blocked field goals, bad, you know, punts blocked, uh, fumbles on returns. I mean, it, it was it, it was shades of last year. So literally all three phases of the Packers uh, w well underperformed there for a while. So how much of this has to do with not having Devontae Adams? And I asked that question solely based on the fact that the Raiders picked up Devontae Adams. He and his buddy from Fresno are, you know, supposedly going to be this potent attack with Derek Carr, and the Raiders are horrible this year. How much of it is the Devontae Adams factor here, Lance? I mean, some of it is that factor because I think they, if the Packers could go back in a time machine, I think what they relied on too much was that, Watson and Dobbs would be ready to go pretty much from moment one. And we saw it, Mike, I know you follow it. You know, Christian Watson was injured for most of training camp, barely got on the field. It took him at least. And then when he did play in the regular season, you know, it, the first pass of the year, first play offensive play of the year kind of set the tone where he dropped the pass against the Vikings. And it just kind of put everything into a funk, including himself. Uh, now, you're seeing how talented this guy is and, and the, and the doubters that they've gone strangely silent. Just imagine that on Twitter and things like that. Um, <laughs> well, Twitter, Twitter's Christian fake, Watson, you know, tw Twitter's not real life. We know that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, all the, all the Twitter haters and all the Twitter experts, um, you know, so, so yeah, the, the, clearly this man has special talent and Romeo Dobbs had moments, but typical of most rookie receivers, if you weren't, Jamar Chase last year or Waddle or, you know, Randy Moss. There are very few receivers their rookie season that come out in a blaze of glory. And most that are even, even have potential like a Justin Jefferson or, you know, guys that are elite level receivers have ups and downs. And, and all I need to do is go back in Packers history and the same thing. Sterling Sharp got criticized for too many drops. It's the reason why he had kind of a prickly relationship with the, with the media for years and didn't really enjoy doing the media or didn't hardly ever do media. Devonte Adams was criticized for too many drops his rookie year. And a lot of people thought, well, you know, let's give up on this guy. You know, uh, there have been numerous receivers that have had ups and downs in their rookie season. And I just think the Packers counted a little too much on these young guys being ready to go from moment one. By the way, this, this, this guy, I mean, I, I I got some major fantasy points from Christian Watson a couple times, so thank you to him for for that. But good grief, this guy's fast! Oh my god, how how fast is his forty? Did he, did he run like a four two five at the combine? His he was officially timed at four three six, but he oh, is gosh. like otherworldly. And dare I say oh. this? I mean, 
I, I've worked with James Lofton on the on the Packers TV network sure. and you know pre pre game program whatever. He reminds and because I'm just quite frankly Mike getting old. I remember James playing and James had an elite level sprinter speed. If he got the ball in space, nine times out of ten he was gone, and that's why he had a long career in the NFL. And he was like more long and lean, so he was more like a long strider, like a sprinter. And if you close your eyes and then open them up again, you swear you're seeing almost James Lofton like 40 years later. Christian Watson is the, the reason why he probably had some hands, hamstring pulls and, and you know, he needs to build some mass on his frame over the, over the offseason. But, boy, I tell you what, he brings back – and that's high praise because I, I thought the world of James Lofton, and he's a Hall of Famer for a reason. Uh, but this guy has that level of speed and, and burst uh, of, the, of the greats yeah. like him. Yeah, yeah, I haven't gotten Lofton on my show yet. I'd love to be able to get him. I, I every time I call him, he, he doesn't want to come on. So he t- t- <laughs> tell him how great this show is. You know, you got to come on. Um, Absolutely. Yes. We're talking some Packers football with Lance Allen, uh, my good buddy from uh, T- TMJ4, uh, the main sports anchor, NBC Milwaukee. You can get him on Twitter at Lance Allen. Um, is Aaron Rodgers back with the Packers next year? You know. I am leaning toward yes. Now, whether that's the right decision or not remains to be seen. But I think, you know, the way the Packers can sell it, if he is back, and and I'm you can tell that I'm kind of hedging my bets a little bit, but I do think he's back, is the way that you can maybe sell it is, hey, his thumb was broken. It was a down year. It was an off year for the team. He's going to have Watson and Dobbs back next year. Uh, in addition to Jones and company, and they're going to be a really good offense next year. Um, okay, that's fine. But one of the caveats, Mike, I think is, you know, as players get older, they like to participate in the off-season activities, the OTAs, whatever, less and less. We saw it with Brett Favre. Now we're seeing it with Aaron Rodgers. And I think it can be debated how much it it truly helps on the field in the sense that, you know, what you do on, you know, May 20th doesn't always relate to what you're doing now on December 13th. But in the same sense, those guys look up to Aaron Rodgers. He is one of the best and obviously a revered name in football. Just being there for at least some of the offseason and and talking and building chemistry with receivers and getting on the same page, whatever, I think it does speak volumes. And I think it, it helps tremendously with the chemistry of the team. So I think that's something that if, if he is to return next year, and I'm leaning a little more 55, you know, 45, 60, 40. Yes. He comes back. That's one thing that's I think going to have to be worked out in the offseason. Final question is this, how nutso are you going right now? I mean, it, this seems to me like the busiest time of year in your world, because you've got height of the Packers season all the storylines surrounding Rodgers. You've got Giannis and the Bucks playing. I don't follow the NBA at all because I hate the league, but I respect Giannis a lot. I think he's an unbelievable player. Um, so you got the Bucks situation going on. You've got the Brewers hot stove, and they've been wheeling and dealing as well. I mean, is this right here the craziest time for you, Lance? And, and we caught up with the – so as of right now, Mike, as we're doing this, I just got back from Warriors shoot around because they have so many Milwaukee slash Wisconsin connections on their team – 
that it's ridiculous. And you, you didn't even bring up, and I know you can't go through everything, but Luke Fickle becoming the head coach of the Badgers football team. There you go, team. another one. Yep. Ba- ba- yep. Badgers basketball breaking into the top 25. That's right. Once oh, my again, goodness. It seems like every time yeah. Greg Gard has a team that nobody really looks at, they overachieve yeah. and do really well. And, yeah, there's there's you are right, my friend, in the sense that there is a lot going on in our world, a lot. So it's it has been busy. It's good to be busy. Uh, but, yes, every team does have – you know, whether it's the Brewers trying to revamp, you know, a, a morbid offense that they had last year uh, or the Bucks being a legit championship contender or the Packers having that like glimmer of hope. Can they kind of just sneak into the playoffs? I, I think it's a long shot, but if they do have a shot, kind of like Dumb and Dumber, you're saying there's a chance they're there. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot going on. And, and then obviously the Badgers building for the future. There's a lot there. By the way, if you're old, then I'm old, man. Because I I remember James James Lofton too. I was a kid when he was a Buffalo Bill. You know, I I guess we're both getting old. You know, <laughs> we're all getting old, my friend. Time is undefeated. Yeah, no no doubt about that. Well, he's a terrific uh, Milwaukee sports insider and Packers uh, insider as well for TMJ4, the main sports anchor, NBC Milwaukee, our good friend Lance Allen on Twitter at Lance Allen. Thank you so much. You're the best, Lance. No problem. Anytime, Mike. Amazing stuff out of Lance Allen. I'm going to preview NFL Week 15 next on the ML Sports Platter, which is brought to you by Burn Dairy, Stanley Law Offices, Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, and our friends at Brewerton Ace Hardware. That's all coming up next. But first, this. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. Hey, let's talk some NFL Week 15. Oh my goodness, this is going to be a hell of a week in the NFL. These matchups are terrific. You know, this time of year too, you get into a lot of the um, you know the divisional play, right? Like over and over again, you get into uh, teams that are fighting for you know, jockeying for position, who's going to the playoffs, who's not, who's a Super Bowl contender, who's not. And uh, Week 15 bodes some terrific matchups. We're getting into the Saturday stuff as well, so let's start with those. Well, we'll start with a Thursday game as you listen to this. Uh, tonight, uh, it'll be 49ers at the Seahawks. And right now, there may be no hotter team in the NFL than the San Francisco 49ers, man. Brock Purdy is playing really, really well. There's a lot to like there. They're getting healthier by the week. That defense is absolutely suffocating with Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, and company. I wouldn't want to play the Niners right now. They're going to go on the road against Seattle, though. And I got to tell you, San Fran's favored by three and a half. I think this game is really, really close. I think this is like a three to five point game. If I'm a betting person, which I'm not, I would stay the hell away from it. I am actually going to take Seattle at home to slow down the 49ers. I don't know. I have a weird feeling about this game. I think Kenneth Walker does enough. I think Geno Smith can work off the play action. This game's going to come down to third down, red zone uh, production, and uh, turnovers to me. I mean, that's what this game's going to come down to. I'm going to take Seattle in a barn burner, 28 to 27 over the San Francisco 49ers. Now on to Saturday, a triple header. It starts with Colts at Vikings. The Indianapolis Colts have had a disastrous season. I think the Vikings walk all over them. Delvin Cook needs to bounce back after last week in, in that loss. He got shut down by the Detroit Lions. Too much Kirk Cousins, too much Delvin Cook, too much Justin Jefferson. Give me the Vikings in this game, 23-14. to 14. Meanwhile, NFC, AFC North, bloodbath possibility not as much as Ravens Steelers last week but it is Raven Ravens Brown Browns and this is a huge huge game uh you know for for both parties really for the Ravens of course uh, the situation is to try and stay up as 
far as they can in the AFC playoff watch hunt, and the AFC North is up for grabs between them and Cincinnati, although I think Cincinnati right now has the upper hand. They're just playing way better football. Cleveland, on the other hand, they are a team that's probably not going to make the playoffs. They're favored in this game by three, however, uh, and I think they're a healthier team than the Ravens, and so for that reason, I'm going to go Cleveland in this game. Weirdly enough, give me the, the, give me the Browns, 24-20 over the Baltimore Ravens. Big one in Orchard Park between two division foes in the AFC East. It's Miami. Two-game losing streak for Miami. They've had to go on the West Coast back-to-back weeks. They got murdered by the 49ers. They got beat by the Chargers. Two was looking really vulnerable. Defenses are taking away that short intermittent stuff, um, filling in the, the gaps, filling in the passing lanes, and two is frustrated right now. And the Bills are, are able to beat you in a bunch of different ways. This is a team that right now is, is playing well. They're playing confident. They've won four in a row. They're 5-1 and one at home. Um, I think they get it done. I think it's a big game for Edmonds and Milano uh, to try and fill up those lanes. Jordan Poyer stepping up. Taron Johnson stepping up. Uh, it, it'll be fascinating to see uh, if Leslie Frazier tries to bring the house a couple of times on Tua Tunga-Viola because the way the Bills' defensive line is running right now, uh, Russo is unstoppable. Ebenez is playing great. Boogie Basham, even the defensive tackles, and Ed Oliver and company, and Daquan Jones has been just a fantastic pickup for the Bills. Tim Settle, they've got a lot of guys who can come at you from up front, even when they don't blitz, uh, but it will be interesting to see if uh, you know Frazier tries to mix and match it, because if you can blitz to a tongue of Viola and fill the gaps right at the same time, when they, when they go back and forth and work off each other, you can create even more havoc and, and some turnovers on Miami. I'm going to take the Bills in this game, 27 221. Eagles at the Bears as we move to the Sunday action. It is going to be a just a walk in the park, I think, for Philadelphia. They're favored by nine. I'd bet the house on that. I don't see anybody on the Bears defense being able to handle Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, AJ Brown. Give me the Eagles 31 to 10 in this football game. Falcons at the Saints. This one is a snooze fest. These two teams are terrible. Uh they both, believe it or not, though, still are kind of look well. The Saints might not be, but the Falcons certainly have an outside chance to make the postseason still. Um, I just, I want nothing to do with this game. Uh, I think it's going to be all about, you know, Chris Olave for the Saints. You know, can he make plays and get that Saints offense, you know, down the field, extend uh, extend the chains and all the rest. I'm just going to pick the Saints because they're at home. Give me New Orleans 26-23. to Lions are at the Jets, and right now the Detroit Lions are playing fantastic, fantastic football. They are 6-7. and seven. They are a team that plays tough with a lot of spirit. They take after their head coach and Dan Campbell. I got to tell you, man, and they should have beaten the Bills on Thanksgiving. I'm going to take Detroit on the road. I am. I'm going to take them. Low-scoring game here, 20-17. The Lions get it done. Jared Goss playing great football. Williams running it. St. Brown's a stud. I like what the Lions have cooking right now. I really do. Steelers are at the Panthers. It is a... Uh, really interesting game here from the standpoint that Carolina's playing better football. The Steelers were kind of coming up a little bit, then they came back last week losing to Baltimore. Um, You know, what's the quarterback situation like for Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett out, Trubisky in? Uh, Is that the case all the way? Uh, Right now, signs point towards that. Uh, I'm going to go with the Panthers at home in this game. Uh, I don't like anything about the Pittsburgh offense right now if Trubisky's in there, and the Panthers are playing with a little bit more confidence here. Uh, 24 to 23 with a late field goal. Cowboys at the Jaguars. Interesting game here because Jacksonville is coming off that big win over the Titans, 36 to 22. Dallas, meanwhile, 
should have lost to Houston last week. They sneak out the win. The Cowboys are 10-3. and They need to win to keep things, you know, up there uh, up with Philadelphia. But i got to be honest with you. I think this is going to be a tough game. Jacksonville's playing with a lot of heart right now, and Trevor Lawrence is slinging it around. But I am going to pick Dallas. I'm going to pick them close. Cowboy fans travel well. They should be there in full force. 30-20, to 20, the Cowboys get it done. Dak Prescott uh, off of uh, Ezekiel Elliott and company Pollard with the play action, I think, hitting C.D. Lamb out on the boundary. Uh, I think that's kind of how it gets started. Again, turnovers are going to be huge. Red zone offense is going to be huge, like most games in the NFL. And uh, I, I got the Cowboys here 30-20. to 20. They are favored by 4.5. By the way, the Panthers are favored by 2.5 over the Steelers. And the Jets and Lions have an even line right now. Chiefs at Texans should not be close. Chiefs have way better, way more talent, and that's just all there is to it. The Texans, how are they going to keep up with Kelsey and Pierce and Mahomes and uh, Checo and all these guys? I, I just don't see it happening. So I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs big in this game, 41-13. to Cardinals are at the Broncos. I have no idea who to pick in this game. Denver is so bad. They should have beaten the Chiefs last week, choked the game away. The Cardinals can't get out of their own way. Kyler Murray's gone for the year. I guess I'll go Denver because they're at home, right? Give me the Broncos 31-24 to in this game, but who the hell knows? Patriots at the Raiders. Man, the Raiders are such a clown show right now. Josh McDaniel's going up against his his his, his former guy and Bill Belichick. Uh, the way the Raiders are right now with the terrible game management, the way they turn the ball over, the way they blow games, I don't trust them to win this football game. I don't. I'm going to go with the Patriots. And you know what? Devontae Adams was added to this offense, and the Raiders are worse. But yet he has 1,247 yards and 12 touchdowns. How do you add production like that in the NFL and get worse? And by the way, they should have given the job, obviously, to Rich Passaccio last year. There's no doubt about that. I'm going to take the Patriots in an albiter. I think they keep it close. I think they get turnovers. I think they win third down often. And, um, you know, health is going to be a big factor there. I mean, is Stevenson going to be 100%? I don't know. I'm going to go with the Patriots in this game, 23-17. to 17. Titans at the Chargers. It's a big game for the Chargers, obviously. I, this is the game for me. Are they the real deal? Are they the real? Now, not from the standpoint, of, are they a Super Bowl contender? But are they the real deal as a playoff team? Because they're 7-6. and six, They have a terrible head coach in Brandon Staley. But they got Justin Herbert. And you cannot waste Justin Herbert. I've said this a million times. I would give Sean Payton a blank check at the end of the year. I'd fire Brandon Staley and tell Sean Payton, you got LA weather, you got Justin Herbert, you got the cool uniforms, we got a cool stadium. Come, come, come coach us to a Super Bowl, right? That's my pitch. And right now, the offense is going to be too much for the LA Chargers. Um, the Titans are, are a one-man show. They're a one-trick pony with Derrick Henry. Give me the Chargers at home 34 to 30. Titans can't really win shootout games. If you score enough points against Tennessee, they're not going to outduel you. I think they get a bunch of points in this game because the Chargers' de defense, while they do have Joey Bosa, they have been really loose. They can't stop the run. They're brutal. So I think Tennessee can move the football. But I'm going to go 34-30 to because I think at one point, Justin Herbert's going to make more plays than Ryan Tannehill. Bengals are at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are a broken team right now, man. The offense is horrendous. Brady's screaming at his receivers. Tampa Bay has to play A++++++ defense to win games, and it's just an awful lot to ask. They're out there all the time. I'm going to go Bengals on the road in this game, 31-21. to Burrow, Mixon, Higgins, Chase, they're getting it done. 
man, the Bengals right now are a scary outfit. And that defense with those defensive ends, the bookend guys, Hubbard and Hendrickson, talk about them all the time. They're corners and linebackers flying all over the place. Zach Taylor is a pretty good head coach. I like what the Bengals have got going on here. They're favored by three and a half in this game. By the way, the Chargers favored by three against the Titans. If I didn't mention it before, the Patriots are favored by a point over the New England Patriots. Moving on, the Giants at the Commanders. Four and a half point favorites are Washington. I'm going to go with Washington right now. I don't like anything that's going on with the New York football Giants. And I predicted this about four or five weeks ago, that the Giants, when the, when they hit their schedule, when they hit the tough meat of meat and potatoes of the schedule, they were going to start to struggle, and they are struggling big time. The DNA, the offense, the structure of it is just not sustainable. you got to give Saquon Barkley the ball 20 to 25 times a game to win. He's going to wear down. you got to work off the play action. Daniel Jones still isn't making enough throws. And their defense is just not that good. They are not buttoned up. They're not sealed off. Give me the commanders in this game, 20-14. to 14. Monday Night Football, a total snooze fest. I cannot imagine that I'm going to be glued into this whatsoever. Rams are at the Packers in just an absolute snooze fest. And look, you know, Lance Allen just talked to him. You know, Packers still kind of trying to sniff the playoffs a little bit. The Rams are pretty much done at this point at 4-9, 4-9. Um, I'm going to go with the – I'm going to go – Rams are so hurt. Packers are just not good. This is a tough game. I'll go home team. I'll just go, I always go home team. Give me the Packers in this game, 28 220. So there you have it. Week 15 in the NFL. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter. All brought to you by our great friends at MyHotTub.com. Make sure you shop the showcase Destiny USA if you're in and around Central New York or get that hot tub delivered right to your doorstep off of MyHotTub.com. And also a big thanks to the Allen Angus Pub, Brewerton Ace Hardware, Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, and friends of the ML Sports Platter, the Swan and Whitaker families, the Alonzo family, Bob Lindsley, and Daryl Abert. And I do want to mention to people... If you're looking for a free rate quote, insurance-wise, whether it's home, auto, life, business, health, and more, Matt Graham is your guy. If you're in and around the state of New York, Central New York, SyracuseInsuranceAgent.com, he can help get it done today. SyracuseInsuranceAgent.com. Thanks for listening, and as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.